Welcome to MTG Ectoplasm, your home for spirits and spirit decks in the world of Magic the Gathering. On this episode, we're going to be talking about a deck that was in historic, now making waves in modern. Also, we're going to be discussing something stupid that Watsi did. It's annoying the player's base. It annoyed me, but... You know, we need to discuss it. And then finally, the shout out section where we're looking for the best of the best, the cream of the crop, the creme de la creme. Did you make it? I hope so. So let's get this thing started, shall we? Let's go. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining me on this episode. I am your host, Dwight, a.k.a. DeBlanco, a medium that wears an extra extra large. You can reach out to me on Twitter at MTG Ectoplasm, or you can email me at MTG Ectoplasm at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. Also, you can check out my website, mtgectoplasm.com, and you can see my short yet extensive spirit content library. And if you want to donate to the show or uh, sponsor an episode, you can do that there. Also, wherever you're listening to this podcast, the streaming service you're using, do me a favor. There's that, that follow that like or subscribe button hit that button for me you know i want to see it in my analytics because i know right now there's over 1500 of you listening around the world to this show making this your number one spot for spirit content and i want to say thank you thank you very much i am completely humbled so with that being said ladies and gentlemen i have to bring on a special guest he was with us last time. He's with us again. He's the one that you see on Twitch. Bucket Man, the number four ever, Peter Valco. How you doing there, Peter? Dwight, I've been home, I think, two days. I've got Florida all over me. And before you say anything, no, it's not the Southern Ejaculate. It's basically just me being sunburned to all hell, despite me putting sunburned, uh, sunscreen on can't speak no i hear you uh, as a florida native a person that was born and raised in florida orlando to be specific that's why i moved up to new jersey because i had to get away from the heat it's it's not even it's uh the whole thing between flying which was just a nightmare through and through and the hours I, I, it was a good trip but just like oof it and left a mark on me. But yeah, I'm back. Especially, especially you did it in the summer. I don't know what you're thinking. You, this is a trip that you want to do, do during the winter. Well, here's the thing. When I was down there, like there was the one day, obviously, I went to the beach and got burned. But every other day, it was actually not that bad. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> yes, but I'm back. Uh, I've, um, I'm ready to play some magic. I'm looking into some stuff. I'm interested in what I'm seeing in the formats. I'm a little puzzled by some of Wizards' decisions, but also intrigued by it. But, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to talk about all that. We're going to look over this deck, and we're going to um, – I actually have a side note about this deck, too, so we'll talk about that later. So, anyway, um, yeah, let's dive into it. All right, Peter. Well, you know what's kind of funny? I, I reached out to Peter specifically 
Um, because if you watch his streaming show on Twitch, which I'll repeat, Bucket Man, the number four ever on Twitch, he, he's on there, you know, here and there. But he, you were playing this deck in Historic. Yes. So as of Strixhaven's release, a um, deck's kind of surfaced, uh, being that, you know, Time Warp was, came out. And everyone was looking at Velimachus uh, aside also and saying, you know, there's got to be something with this. There's got to be something with this. This is too good. Not, it's top seven cards in your library. Any answer of sorcery that's five or less, that's too good to be true. But so then we, so then we got this deck. We got a Velimachus Transmorgify or Indomitable Creativity deck. Now, the point of this deck was very simple uh, on Arena. You play your mountains, get the dwarven mine out to make a dwarf or sacrifice a treasure to indomitable creativity or the dwarf to transmortify. Get Valmachus out. Start attacking. Hopefully hit some time warps. And you can see where it goes from there. It's it's pretty... It was pretty powerful. The problem with that was that um, uh, later there was a... I believe, what was it? Open, Dwight? Yes. It was uh, There was an open. A modern... Um... And... Well, you talking about the yeah. modern challenge? The what? You talking about the modern challenge or just the historic? No, 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 no. no. This was before this. The, okay. There was an arena tournament. Oh, yeah, it was the open. It was the open. Yes, and um, the decks. There's basically three decks there. This, the Velomachus deck, um, Arclight Phoenix, and Jeskai Control. So, the similar feature in two out of three of those decks, Time Warp. So, what resulted? Time Warp got banned. Now, a little before that, though, this deck started porting over into Modern, which I have been seeing a lot with certain Arena decks kind of taking certain um, cues and being put into Modern decks, but that's another point entirely. This then gave birth to a deck in Modern, um, basically the Modern port of Velobachus and Creativity. Um, so what they do, either they... I have the deck so you're either getting a treasure out or you're there's a, uh, using a dwarven mine, and then you're going to indomitable creativity and get your only creature in your deck, Velimachus, and hopefully spin into either some savor the moment extra t- turns or time warps. Maybe it's a fairy that'd be. Uh, I mean, uh, having a Teferi out would be great. But really, you know, this is this is a crazy combo here. Uh, other than that, you got your remands for stalling, lightning bolts for removal, prismatic endings for more removal, um, and in the sideboards you got Aether Gus, Timely River. That's all the aside. But this deck is extremely powerful. But today we're going to talk a little bit about this: the port from Arena over into Modern. Now, how does this differ from the uh, the Arena version compared to the Modern version? Well, obviously, the arena, the modern version is going to be a ton faster. We've got more fetches besides Fable Passage in modern. Um, you have reliable um, consistency with lands, given that you have Ren and, things like Ren and Six, where you can retrieve your fetch lands and go fetching again. Make sure you have your lands out. Um You've got another set of extra turns in here that Velimachus can hit, and that's that just makes things great. So you've got eight extra turns. Once you get Velimachus out, 
I can't do math, but that's pretty good odds there that you're going to hit an extra turn and get another hit with this. No, extra turns, and if you attack with Velomachus itself, that's like 40 points of damage. Just yeah. saying. Just saying. Yeah. So let's let's uh, uh, break down this deck, all right? Um, there's two Velomachus lore holds uh, as creatures. Which surprised me. I thought there would be more creatures in this deck. So the direction I see them going with this is, you know, on Arena, you'd run three. Um, but in Modern, I see it being... The, 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 sorry. God, what's wrong with me today? Being very hard on your turn while Velomachus is attacking for your opponent to interact with a seven mana 5-5 five, five easily. Now, why so, would, real quick, why wouldn't Snapcaster be in this? That's another creature. And Indomitable Creativity would, that's, you want to make sure you're hitting your Velobacus. You do not okay. want to hit, yeah. Okay, just making sure. I just wanted to see why, because yes. I know there may be some people listening to this, because I'm, I'm going to actually end up posting this uh, deck after I post this episode later on this evening. No, honestly, yeah, no, no, no. I, I hope. We're pointing things out and making you guys grow as magic players, aside from all the inane shit I say. But, <laughs> all right. Um, aside, that aside. So then in instance-wise, they have four remands, four lightning bolts, four prismary commands. And then sorceries, they have three prismatic endings, four indomitable creativity, four time warp, and four savor the moments. Yep. And then, um, you got, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Uh, planeswalkers, they have three uh, Teferi time ravelers, and then four Renin six. And then it's a solid, it's a solid build. You've got your uh, Teferi's there to protect the combo because you know if he's out and Velomachus hits the board. There's not much your opponent can do. That's a wonderful thing. Now, in lands-wise, they got one snow-covered mountain, one uh, snow-covered island, one sacred foundry, one uh, Rogan uh, triome. Rugi. Oh, sorry. Rugen. No, no, I'm not. It's definitely not called the Rugi triome. <laughs> uh, one uh, Kentri triome. Uh, Bloodstained Mire, uh, sorry, two Bloodstained Mire, two Stomping Grounds, three Steam Vents, four Dwarven Mine, four Wooded Foothills, and four Scalding Tarn. That's the main deck right there, ladies and gentlemen. Yep, yep, yep. Now, uh, what, what do you think of this build? Because what happens is in the Modern Challenge, it, what's kind of funny, there were two of the same deck, the same, the same deck list. And that was the main. Okay. So this deck is consistent. You've got your stalls for uh, your counter spells. Um, like on Arena, you have Memory Lapse, which puts a spell on, on the top of your opponent's library. Here you've got, this is just putting it back in your opponent's hand, and you also draw a card. So, you know, the first half, not as great as putting it on top of your opponent's library, but you get to draw a card, so that's good. Reman's awesome. Um, lightning bolt, solid removal, uh, one mana. So, you know, you, you're, you're ideally going off on turn four here. So, um, having cheap removal until then is just ideal, ideal. 
Prismari Command, great card. Gives you a treasure to sack to indomitable creativity. Takes care of pesky artifacts. They will stop Velmachus, which we will talk about later. Um, loose to your deck, removes a creature. Great. Prismatic Ending. Uh, you can remove something, convert a mana cost four or less with what you got here um, as a mana colors without black. So that's pretty solid. Any non-land, four or less, good. Um, Indomitable Creativity, yeah, that's how you're getting Velmachus out. There you go. Save of the Moment and Time Warp. Those are your extra turns. Those are how you're churning through your deck and keeping Velmachus attacking and keeping generating value, which honestly... I'd be surprised if your opponent didn't scoop after the first time warp. Teferi, like I said, keeps your opponent from interacting with your combo on your turn. Red in six, make sure that land destruction or any mill or deck interaction that makes you get miss your lands isn't a problem. So this is a consistent build, and yeah, I have no problems with it. Now, real quick, is the like because they only got honestly? I'm looking at the deck build. And they got the only green they're using at all is for Ren and Six. Is Ren and Six really necessary in this deck build? Yes. So thinning your deck so you hit nothing but time warps or to your uh, Teferi is important. Velmachus does go seven, but you are running a 60 card deck. By the time you have that out, You'll probably be about 13, 14 cards into your deck, maybe. Okay. Um, I think Ren and Six is also prevalent just because there is so much more removal now in Modern. Yeah, like you didn't just have to worry about, oh, I see Ponza, so I have to worry about, you know, good thing I have Ren and Six to keep my lands with me. But you also have people running Vindicate now. And that can destroy anything. Right. All right. Now, let me let me go into the sideboard that they have here. They got one Wear and Tear, one Shatterstorm, one Kozilek Butcher of the Truth. Why Well, why not? Two Stony Silence, three Veil of Summer, three Timely Reinforcements, and then four Aether Gusts. Now, you seem confused about the Kozilek. Why do you think that's in there? Because I'm not I'm not confused. It's like why not? You know, it's just another big in that they can okay. go, uh, All right. So know. we'll go over that. So this is a this is a solid sideboard here. You've got wear and tear to take care of problem artifacts, which uh again we're gonna go over in a little bit. There are plenty of artifacts that uh and enchantments that deal with this deck. Same to be said with Hercules Recarl. Um just temporarily get rid of those artifacts and or the board of things that are stopping you and swing in. Hopefully you just need that one swing to chain a bunch of others to win the game. Kozilek, if you're playing against Mill, this unless they have main board or have surgical on the sideboard, which they probably do, um, this will keep you from milling out. Okay. Because the instant Kozlek hits the graveyard from Mill or anything, your entire graveyard shuffles into your library. I just looked at it as another big baddie just to put in there just to piss people off. No, you're not getting that. You're not, like we like we were talking about, you want to get off on, like, turn four, turn five. Right. Yes. Shatterstorm, same thing with Wear Terror. Hercules Recall, destroy that wide board of affinity or, you know, that those problem artifacts or those, yeah. 
Um, Stony Silence. I mean, I know what it's for, but like, I don't know what activated abilities of artifacts are stopping Velamachus. I'd have to think a little bit. I, maybe it's uh, for the new, you know, affinity decks that are coming out, you know, the hardened skills decks that are really making a lot of noise right now, currently in modern. Could be, could be. Veil of Summer stops the counter spells and the hand picking. I like it. Timely reinforcements, um, good against Blitz and Burn. Aether Guts, good against Blitz, Burn, Titan Shift. A, uh, God, what isn't this good against? It's Aether Guts. It's great. You you sound like a big fan of this deck. I, I wonder why. It, 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 there are a lot of good decks popping up right now. This is a... This didn't pop up immediately then, but or now, but this is a good deck. Um, I, it does seem, you know, a little crazy powerful, but I don't think it's broken by any means. No, no. I th- I th- Your opponent can easily disrupt this, especially in this day of magic. I agree. Now, let me ask you, uh, what are the key cards in this deck that, you know, uh, spear players like myself should be concerned about? Everything. I mean, I'm sorry, but so so let's go over this here. You're running the Azorius build. Azorius are banned, either or. I mean, you know. Okay, well, let's go over it piece by piece. You're running the Azorius build. Okay. Um, this this just runs you over. Like you don't have main board counter spells. You can't. You can spell Queller the Indomitable Creativity, and. If you have enough Mausoleum Wanderer, and hopefully he can't pay it. But other than that, they can remand your stuff. They can bolt your spirits down. They can Prismari command your spirits down. They can ending your spirits. Um, and Velamachus is bigger. Okay. It's not... A, it's just not a good... Uh, in my opinion, it's not a good matchup. Unless you just go faster than them. If you race them... Then you know, like in any magic event, good, good game, good game to you. You went faster, but I think more times than not, this is going to run spirits over. Okay, that's fair. You know, now, now that's what the Azorius build, uh, because Bant is more of a. Uh, I'm gonna I hate to say aggro because aggro is not the really, but it, it, it would it get under this deck, Bant. I mean, Bant, yeah, definitely. You're running ramp, and that's actually what I was basing more of that on. You're running ramp and Bant with Noble Hierarch, so you can get that company out turn three mm-hmm. and hopefully get them to a point where they either have nothing or go to Velamachus, attack, swing, whiff, and then you kill them. Okay. Um, but, yeah. Now, are there any weaknesses in this deck? In this deck? I mean, well, let's talk about the weaknesses together. We'll start with in this deck. So, this deck dies to control. This deck, I don't see surviving a control match. It's, Mm -hmm. especially when they see that, you know, start getting the picture of what you're playing. Unless, you're not, you're not getting to resolve that to fair even. Um... Blitz, I could see being a problem for this deck, being that it Blitz can kill you turn three. 
Um, those are the two that pop to mind right now. Now, as far as other weaknesses, there are a lot of cards and artifacts, or artifacts and enchantments that really interact with this deck. Chief one that comes to mind that was just released, Void Mirror. Mm-hmm. Basically saying it's a two-man artifact that if your opponent did not cat or if a player did not pay a colored mana for the spell that they just cast, it's counter. Yeah, that's a good card. Yes. Um, I was bringing it up on my on my side, so I can yes. see. It. I mean, I I've seen it multiple times and. It's a it's a solid card, and it's really inexpensive right now. Dollar dollar eleven on uh, MTCG player. Yeah, it's it's a I, I, it's a good card. It stops Eldrazi Tron. It stops this. Um, Trinisphere, I can see stalling this deck a little bit. There, there. I will say this to keep it to keep me from rambling and going. Uh, 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 uh. Um, it's, there are a lot of problem artifacts and enchantments I can see stopping this deck. Other than that, controls a big enemy for this and blitz Wait. that can kill you on turn three. That's okay. that's a problem for this deck as well. Okay, so our matchup is not good. I don't see it being that great. Again, if you guys out there have any other notes that have interacted with this deck as a spirits player, please let me know. I want to know how it went. I haven't seen it, but just looking at the deck, I, and having played it myself, if you guys saw me on stream um, against it, it, it it's comes out pretty powerful. damn quick. It, it's Like, I hate to say, this deck comes out very, very quick. I mean, the yes. only thing I can think of is trying to get after the indomitable creativity, but the problem is, is that uh, you got, you know, cards here that basically hurt your spirits you know you know run in six really hurts your spirits prismatic ending hurts your spirits light uh lightning ball hurts your spirits they're using remand you know that sucks to fairy bouncing creatures back i mean and um, unfortunately you know if we're going to do try to use sky, uh, skyclave apparition i mean what are we going to go what are we going to try to get the only thing yeah, we're, exactly. the only thing we are getting are the planeswalkers do we we do not or cannot touch Velomachus Lorehold himself. So I mean, like spirits aside, I've seen a lot of Bant Spirits decks run uh Bant Company Spirit decks run um Deputy of Detention. Mm-hmm. You you uh vial in a deputy of detention right before they attack with Velomachus. There you go. Like I mean I've seen you know, I've I've watched Spirit Masters such as Uncle Jason Guerra, they've been play play testing uh suspend and i'm i'm leaning more and more to suspend i really like that card a lot and especially when it comes to velomachus it does give us that opportunity to try to get under velomachus for two turns so i forget if this was on stream or not but um i preface this by saying if you haven't if you're looking for an answer in modern to cauldra and other really just generally all decks to, to pick at Use the card Hide and Seek if you're in colors for it. Um, let me just pull this up real quick. Hide, Seek. There we go. So this is a uh, old card from the old Ravnica set. It's uh, double-sided. Red, white, hide. Put target artifact or enchantment on the bottom of its owner's library. Perfect answer to Cauldra. And Seek. 
you just look at your opponent's library and take a card from there, and you gain life equal to its converted mana cost. So I forget if this was on stream or not, but I did no. seek uh, seek out both of their Velabacuses. Okay. So they didn't have any more Velabacuses. Okay. So yeah, that was fun. But other than that, it's a great answer for Cauldra. It's a great answer for this deck, honestly, if you're in the colors for it. Um, great card that I, uh, my, uh, Matt pointed out to me. But yeah, that's a good answer for this deck, too. Okay, because I'm, I'm still trying to find this hide-and-seek card that you mentioned, and I'm like, why can I not find this hide-and-seek card? Hide-seek-mtg. Hide-dash-yeah, it's not coming up. S-E-E-K, right? Yeah. Okay, I see it now. Yay, it popped up finally, because I kept on getting, like, a Pokemon card. Like, why am I getting a Pokemon card? I, I believe that Hide and Seek is a Pokemon card as well, 100%. Okay, that's, that's, that's okay. Yeah, well, it, it really attracted me because I was looking for an answer to Cauldra. And since Cauldra's indestructible, this is a pretty good thing. You can just hide it and then seek it or just seek it right from the start. Mm. You get a nice fat seven life. It was on stream where I did, I was playing against Delver and I seeked out both of their Murktide regions. Oh, okay. So, yes, let's get back to this though. Um, I think we were, we left off at, uh, I think, how does Spirits beat this deck? Yes. So, ideally, it's if you really band set, uh, has the best chance against this deck, and at that point, it's really a careful dance of mausoleum want saving your mausoleum wanderers to hopefully counter his indomitable creativity or spell quality. And you know what, this deck might serve band might stand a better chance against um, Velmachus than I thought. Not great, but it's a, again, it's a careful dance that you got to counter and just kind of play the spirit control game. I hear you, because right now I'm like uh, I'm looking at the the the, the before I do my shout out section. I'm looking at uh, certain uh, cards in here, and I'm like, hmm. Dam well, dampening sphere won't help. No, dampening sure. sphere won't help. But they're not casting more than one spell usually. Uh, turn. Force of will might help. Well, force of will is a legacy only card. I'm sorry. Uh, force of negation. Sorry, force of negation. And then, well, yeah, like I said, control spell. hoses the stack. Yeah, I mean, there, there, uh, our victory is very slim. But there is a way to victory. I don't want to give people no hopes like, oh, you see this? Don't don't try to win. No. I want you to go out there and still try to go out of your way to uh, beat this person. Uh, but understand the you're, you're climbing up an extremely uh, steep hill. I mean, what, what was that card that was printed that's like Graft Digger's Cage? It's a stone. I think it said... Your, I, I don't think you're. Yeah, I think it says your opponents can't cast spells from their libraries. Oh, I don't. I don't remember. I don't. You. It's on arena. You, you guys probably know what I'm talking about, but if you don't, just look up. Um, look up a two mana artifact from 
I think it was was it Kalheim or Zendikar. If you're on Arena, go look up two mana artifacts and look through, and you'll find the one I'm talking about. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't yeah. Uh, damn it! We should. We done know. It. We know. We know. We know the card. It's just matter. we don't know what it's called. <laughs> We're educated in what we produce here. All right. Mm. Don't you doubt it. Yeah. Don't. Don't. Yeah. Don't. Don't. Don't poo poo us. Now right. I know that the Black Lotus is worth about fifty dollars. <laughs> uh. So, in general, your perspective. This I don't think this is a deck that's going to uh, run the world or own the world. I think it's a fair deck. I think it's going to be a deck that does see play. I don't know how much play you'll see because the fact that it does have... Uh, It'll come and go. Some disadvantages here and there. But I think this is a brand new art type uh, that I welcome in Modern and glad to see in Modern because I, I love diversity, uh, especially uh, in gameplay. So you're not stuck playing... You know the same deck over and over and again, and you get bored of it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So uh, I welcome. I'll call. I'm. You know, it's going by different names. It's called Just Guy Combo, Four Color Creativity and Modern. Uh, I'm just gonna call it Velomachus Lorehold Combo. And I, you know, I welcome into the format. But uh, Spirits is gonna find a way to kick your ass one day. I'm just saying. Oh yeah. We're gonna find a way, and we will uh, kick it thoroughly. Right. Now, before we get to the next section... Uh, well, I, before we get to that, I just want okay. to say one thing. Go ahead. Now, I, I know everyone's thought, okay, Time Warp's banned on Arena. Velomachus deck is de- dead. I'm going to have Dwight post my next uh, stream. It might be tonight, but maybe tomorrow. I'll let him know. I've, I think I've figured it out without the Time Warp. Really? Okay, I would love so, to see this. Well, we've got we've got a couple interesting decks, that and a, a couple fun things with Lotus Field. But yeah, we'll we'll talk more about my stream later. All right, awesome. So before we get to the next segment, uh, this segment is brought to you by Magnolia Gaming in Hoboken. They're found at 79 Hudson Street, Suite 103, Double L, Hoboken, New Jersey. You can find them at Magnolia Gaming Hoboken, or you can check their uh, website, Magnolia Gaming. Dot com. Tell Mike that uh, we sent you, uh, both uh, uh, Peter and I. And just so you he know, uh, right now they're doing a promotion. If you mention this show, MTG Ectoplasm, you can receive one free Modern Horizons 2 booster set, uh, the, like uh, booster, set booster, with a purchase of $60 or more. Okay. So that's a Those that's are a, two completely different things, Dwight. Sorry, I'll, okay, I'll try to re-say it. Okay, mention MTG Ectoplasm and receive one free Modern Horizons two set booster with a sixty dollar purchase of MTG sealed in store. How about that? Maybe. That's better. Maybe 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 you get a rag of honor and a little grief. Who uh, knows? Maybe you get a thought monitor. Maybe maybe. But just when you go there uh, to Hoboken, you know, that uh, Magnolia Gaming in Hoboken, let them know that, uh, you know, Peter Valco and uh, MTG Ectoplasma sent you. Or now, just look them in the eye and go, Ragavan. <laughs> hey, it's dropped in price. All I know is a $100 card is down to, like, I think, 35 or 40 So that's not bad. 
Not bad. It's it's a good card. Amazing card. It's disgusting. Monkey monkey's good. Monkey's good. I don't like monkeys. Yeah, honestly, it's a good. I like the fact that we're living in a world right now that we have a, a modern staple monkey that's not, or an actual competitive staple monkey that's not hooting mandrels. Yes, or sex monkeys. Uh, sex monkeys, Jesus! You don't remember the sex monkeys card? Uh, no. Uh, they they came, they're one green, two generic, and when they came in, they distorted an artifact, an enchantment or artifact. I forgot. God, they just come. They just have uh, a bunch of monkeys uh, come in, kick uh, the uh, shit out of the market. I think it was like some Octavi orangutan, and in the background they had two monkeys that were having sex. Whew. So sex, we you know we we nicknamed it sex monkeys. Yes. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. So this is this next section, uh, or this next segment. All right, is a moment where Watsy screwed up, and I'll, let me begin by saying, I am not happy with Watsy, not whatsoever. Okay, I'm a small business owner. I'm gonna, you know, I, I, I'm a hundred percent honest about it, transparent. I own a small business. Me and the wife do, and it's just me and the wife running our business. When we say something, we're honest. We tell the clients the truth because we expect them to be honest with us in the long term. Honesty to me is one of the biggest things that you can have as a business and especially if you have patrons that come to you and constantly buy your service or product. Now, I didn't want to discuss it. Peter said, you know, it's a moral imperative we do. And what happens is that there was a championship that's going on, a Pro Tour Player Championship which it was supposed to be a grand prize of a million dollars or like million dollars total was supposed to be giving away uh, during this event. Well, Watsi, okay, came across and said, no, we are cutting the prize down to $250,000 total. That's it. Enough said. Wait, I thought they just cut $25,000. No, no. He went down Jesus. to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars total. Now, what I'm going to sit there and say is this: I I understand why Watsy did it, okay? Because they're now a division of Hasbro. They have to look good to uh, Big Poppy that's looking at them, saying, "Hey, can you keep up? Can you meet these numbers? Because if you do, we're going to throw you some bonuses, or it's going to really look good for you in the long term. If not, we're going to rip your company apart, rip it to shreds, and we don't give a damn about your fans." Okay, that's the re- you know. But what I'm going to say is, I am not happy with Watsi at all. But I figured this is something that Peter and I can debate. And, of course, unfortunately, I'm going to sit there and take the side of Watsi. Even though you hear this disdain, understand, that's my true disdain. I'm going to sit there and have to play devil's advocate with Peter here. So, Peter, you, you heard... It's false advertising, in my opinion. 100%. I mean, what they've done is... How long did they advertise this tournament? A couple months? Several. So uh, pro players alone are pissed off because they've demo- they're starting to abolish the pro league. So they've now rotated their 
calendars and everything around this million dollar tournament. They've spent money uh, going places, traveling. It's those are the same things, going places and traveling, but still, it's twice as much money then. But beside, and all of a sudden they just cut a big chunk of money, and that could make it not worth it for them all of a sudden after they spent all this money. That aside, that's the pro players aside. You told us there's going to be a million dollars. I'm not participating in it, and I'm annoyed that they can just do that. My big problem right now in the world right now is that there are two like corporations between the airlines, the post office, and everyone are just taking a attitude of, well, you know what, that sucks, but whatever. When we're your customers, we're the ones giving you the money. And Wizards especially would be nothing, nothing, nothing without its player base. Absolutely nothing. So the fact that they're just dingling them around on a chain like this and just being able to say, ah, we'll cut the money and, you know, we don't have to give you an explanation. Fuck you. Uh, is disgusting to me. This is a... I, I would hope that Wizards of Everyone would be the company that can hope and call and say, oh, if I have a problem, they're going to rectify it like they have in the past. But I'm losing faith because they're seeming to be more like every other corporation out there right now who's in it for themselves and will say whatever they can to get them customers' money. And that's not okay. And they don't hold accountability. They don't respect their customer. And they don't appreciate their customer. So... This is this is troubling to me. All right, let me let me jump in here. Okay, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. This is this is this is me pretending to be Watsy and telling you. Ready? Mm-hmm. We're getting rid of the uh, pro tour players because why? They're not generating any revenue for us. For us to sit there and play pro tour players, they have to generate a certain amount of profit so we can, uh, you know. Filter in our bottom line, and then so we can pay them. The fact that we were going to hand out a million dollars in uh, prize money and prize support for people to view these player, Pro Tour players, to watch these Pro Tour players play, and nobody's watching, why am I wasting so much money on this when I got Papa Hasbro over my back staring at me making sure that I'm doing the right thing now the fact that I'm not just just a simple little company off the side I am now one of the three major divisions of Hasbro and I have to make sure that Poppy Hasbro is happy and make sure they're coddling me and going oh you're a good boy okay Poppy Hasbro you ready because I'm coming in for your butt with this one all right so it's funny that they abolished the Pro Players League during COVID, the time where no one's really doing any, or not really, no one is doing any outsourced actual public events. Point number one there. Number two, the million dollar, the idea that I think a lot of people saw with this million dollar tournament is everything's dying down from COVID. Uh, paper magic has not been a thing for about a year and a half, maybe a little bit more. And the, the idea that I think most people thought was, okay, they're jumping in. They're jumping in hot. A million-dollar tournament, I'm in. I've been deprived of paper magic for so long, I'm ready to compete for a million dollars. And Watsy does this. 
this is this is not this is not okay. Um, I, I I find it that they if the, the idea behind it was not we're coming out of COVID hot here with a big million dollar prize, then this is just a trick to me. Hear me being Watsy again. Right now, I we understand, Peter, your frustration, your anger, your anxiety about everything. But right now, currently, Magic the Gathering is not the top-selling game in trademark uh, uh, trading card games at all right now. The number one well, game... I have to come back at you there and say that... Didn't you guys? I see you guys posting every year at your sales reports. Oh, we did great. We made uh, this million amount of dollars, and you know, Arena's doing great. Moto is selling this. We sold the secret layers. We're doing this. They have the money. They're making the money. Believe me, Peter. But understand, we're not Pokemon. We're not Pokemon. We're not the flesh and blood. We're we're trying to keep up with them. We're just saying these things for to so Papa Hasbro doesn't get upset with us. Here's the thing. If you're working with Papa Hasbro and you're going to sign up with them, you need to you need to you make a choice. You're either standing by Papa Hasbro or you're making your players happy. But Papa Hasbro, you have to understand Papa, Peter, cooperating Papa- with Papa Hasbro seems to uh, complicate depreciation for players. Well, Papa Hasbro just made me one of the th- made me the third division of their corporation. The third. And how long ago was that? Oh, just less than a year ago. Why? Just less because than a year we're ago. because so we're we generating did, we, enough revenue, Peter, so we can sit there and sustain our own, and that's what we want to do. We want to stand our own on our own feet and say, you know, eventually go, Papa Hasbro, take a hike. But for now, I have to kiss the ring. So I can I can guarantee. Streamers alone make Wizards enough money. And I'll, I'll, so here's how I know this. Streamers are trying to come out since Arena's come out with content. But what do they need to do? They can't just go and say, okay, I want to buy this deck. I'm going to put this money aside and buy it. No, they need to buy a, who knows how many packs to get the wild cards they need to build the deck they want. That's a crazy market you guys have there. There is no way that with uh, that being a factor with streaming and arena that you guys are not making bank. But we have to prove to them the next five years that we can meet the level of financial obligation that they expect from us. See, okay, but I'll I'll cut it off right here by saying this is the other problem I have with corporations. It's a lot of but, 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 but. But COVID, but this, but that. Here's the problem. But Here's nobody's sitting. That, uh, but Peter, but nobody's no, putting their butts in seats and buying these booster packs. Nobody's bu- because buying because of a plague. Because of a plague, you have to run. You have to roll with the punches of the plague, like everyone else did. I'm going to tell you something. There was a company I dealt with. Now I recently started shopping on Amazon. Um, past couple months ago, again, and I ordered a couple things. It came in with no problem, and then. I got an email uh, on some tank tops I ordered that they messed up the shipment and they're sorry that because of COVID, that this staffing, this, that, blah, blah, blah. I said, no, COVID has been around for about a year and a half. This is no longer a valid excuse to which they replied. You are correct. We apologize for this. And they sent me not, they sent me an extra of each tank top I ordered. 
Very nice. That's the kind of customer appreciation that needs to be happening. There's no butts and butts and butts and butts and butts. You are here to do a service. But Peter, but don't you like the no. products that we're making? Look at Modern Horizons 2. Are you not happy with the products we're making? Do, well, I aren't mean, you, uh, are we happy with the products you're making? Let's look at the certain choices you've decided to make with products like Uro and uh, companions. But, but you love Uro. Have, people love companions. What, what are you talking about? People, pe- people love Oko. People love these cards. What are you talking? Dwight, Look, for you, this to be a proper illusion conversation, you have to be realistic here. Rather, people right now are going stupid for Ragavan, and we did a great job of creating Ragavan. Wizards right? would never say, unless it's the it's the back alley division of Wizards where they're still doing meth, that we now knowingly know that Oko is still loved throughout everywhere. No, and just yeah, wait till the, the just wait till Dungeons and Dragons. You're going to get dragons and dungeons. Peter, you're going to be thrilled. You're going to be excited. Forget about that the, the grand prize of a million dollars. Let the pros get the 250000 You know what? We got a great shiny new product. It's called Dungeons and Dragons. You're going to love it. I promise you, you're going to forget about that $250,000 pro toy thing. Forget comment, about it. Comment on this video. Comment on this podcast with a picture of your metal, of, of flipping Dwight off if you agree with my point of view on things right now. Because... That this is this is the problem that we've got with like you know wizards companies everywhere. It's but 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 it's this this this. It's not you know what we see that we made an agreement and we said we'd do something and we're going to fix it. Like I saw um, Goldfish talking about in their podcast. I think it was Seth that said if they had just come out and said you know COVID's been a crazy year, bullshit as that is for them. Um, COVID's been a crazy year, and we need to recover, but we will make it up to you guys, we promise. That would have been more understandable. They didn't say anything. But you know what? I think Goldfish is upset, and the reason why is that he's the number one or or second to number one, uh, you know, uh, distributor of MTG uh, information out there, and uh, I think he wants a cut of our money, and I, I think he's just being selfish. Peter, it's just, it's, I'm just saying as Watsy, I think they're just being a little selfish. He's just being a little selfish. Saying. It's, it, it, but, it, but uh, here's the thing. I, and I think we close this up and move on to our next subject with this. <laughs> that now more than ever in the world, we need unity. We need togetherness. Amen. Amen. We don't need the separation. I've said this so many times that I want to, I want to do a program um, and I want to air it on national television, and it's just I'm going to be in a white tuxedo, white pants, white dress shoes, and a white um, t- um, top hat, and a red bow-, bow tie. And I'm going to come out, and I'm going to have two different, completely different race men strapped to a board, because if I did this to women, it would be terrible. Um, and they're just going to be strapped to a medical table, and I'm going to disembowel both of them and oh, pull out their guts and be like, see, we're all the same on the inside. This sounds so bad, Peter. I'm just saying just, well, I understand where you go with it. I, I just we understand. Wow. Uh, <laughs> what? If I did that to women, I would get canceled. That's not okay. Uh, I can't, you would get I can't can't, Peter, you would get canceled if it's fellas too. I'm just telling you. No, 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 no. Because I, see, it's it's men, and men have been oppressing for a while. So if I kill two of them, it'll be fine. No, no, no it's never fine. Never, okay? Oh. Okay, hopefully, 
you know, barring whatever this shenanigans was at the end, hopefully you liked this little debate of me being Watsy and loving Papa uh, uh, Hasbro and Peter being... And Dwight pictures of your butt. <laughs> no, mind you, I did a good job, right, of debating and being the side of Watsy, which I 100% disagree yes, you with. you did a very good job being a sleazy corporate butthole. Oh, I hate, like, that was like vinegar coming out of my mouth pretending to be Watsy, but it is what it is. So now, ladies and gentlemen, it's come to that time. Peter, do you know what time it is? Uh, we had, um, I think, one more thing I just wanted to mention. Okay. Um, so I, I thought this was really important. I just wanted to sh- say this to you guys because I was surprised Dwight didn't even know about this. What's that? So they, I, we're not going to talk about this really. Hopefully we'll talk about this next time. But they, they are going to be rebalancing Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's get into that before we go into the other stuff. Yes, they're going to be rebalancing certain banned historic cards for an event coming up in Mirror Mirror, uh, called Mirror Mirror in July. 28th, July 28th, 2021. Yes. Now, this could mean, you know, a lot of things for the future, but as of right now, for this event, the following things will be true. Agent of Treachery will go from being enter the battlefield, gain control of target permanent, to if you cast it from your hand, gain control of target permanent. Field of the Dead is now a legendary. The zombies come into play tapped. Fires of Invention is a five drop, and that is the only change. Well, then, then Nexus, of, ne- Nexus of Fate, go ahead. Nexus of Fate exiles it completely, does not shuffle. Oko... Is went from a plus one two loyalty and plus one loyalty to plus one and minus two, meaning that you create a food for one and you minus two to make something an elk. Omnath no longer draws a card when it enters the battlefield, it only scries. Once upon a time, rather than being free for your first spell, it just costs one colorless mana. Teferi is a four drop. Uro no longer ramps you. Veil of Summer costs one generic more. Wilderness Reclamation only untaps two lands. And Winota only looks at the top four cards of your library. Now, Peter and I were discussing this before. I think both of us are in agreement. We understand why they're doing this to banned cards. Uh, but let me begin by saying I do not like this. This could be the beginning of the end. And, I, you know, everybody says, oh, it's the beginning of the end. This could be the end, beginning of the end of paper. I do not like it. I, You know, I'm okay with erratics, er, you know, erratic cards. This is going way too far. I do not like the fact they're doing this. If you're going to end up, cre- you know, changing cards, then create new cards. Don't go back and changing it like, oh, we just we want to make it a little bit better. That's like taking uh, uh, Star Wars, the originals that came out during the 77, uh, 83, and then later, and then saying, oh, this is a special edition. Everybody hated the special edition. Okay, exactly. George Lucas in this. I am not a fan. I do not like it. Peter, your thoughts. Do less like that and more like the remake of Hunter x Hunter. Okay. You know, but here's the thing that's the saving grace here. If you notice on the top of these previews, there's a arena symbol on the top there. I think that's the saving grace marking that this version is arena only. 
So that that's something. Um, as far as being the end of paper, I don't think that's what they want. Paper is another way that they're making money. However, I will say that if we if there is the alternative of either keeping paper or having a Yu-Gi-Oh style hologram Magic the Gathering digital play system, I will I will for I will forego any thoughts of paper ever being a thing and get ready for Battle City. I'll sell my entire collection. Sorry. Yes, but. This, I think they're, I, I, I want to believe with them putting this little arena thing right next to the name of the card that I think this is just going to be something that sticks to arena. And I think I'm okay with that because I think for a long time, everyone's been saying, oh, arena, it's another way to play standard. And what the hell is historic? It's weird. Boo. No, arena is its own subsection of magic. It's its own world of magic where exists Brawl right now, Draft, Sealed, Standard, and Historic. It's a growing world of digital magic, and it's going to be different. And I think that while being a little bold and crazy, going forward, just changing the names of these cards, changing the, uh, what these cards do completely like this, I think it's appropriate if it just stays on Arena. Okay. No, uh, like me personally, I, I was looking at historic as the potential. Like, I'm not saying, and I know some of the Lizzie audience are going to go lose their mind right now. But because of, like, Pioneer was a thing prior to COVID. And now it's like, you know, people still play Pioneer. It's a great format. But it, it doesn't have the luster that it had when it first originally came out. And there was talk where I've heard people say, you know what, maybe they'll get rid of Pioneer and make Historic an actual paper format that you can play online and also in paper. Them doing this, you know, that sticks the, you know, uh, a, a fork in that th- thought process. Well, Historic will never, ever, ever be a paper format. Yeah, no, they won't be a paper format, ever. I, I never thought that from the beginning. It's too weird to be a paper format when you already have things like standard. Okay, so the thing about formats in uh, paper is that it's based on time. It's all based on when the cards came out, eras of magic. Whereas arena, you have the standard current game of magic and then everything else. Right. And add-ons because that's you know what they chose to do um but i forgot the point i was trying um fuck lsd relapse shit <laughs> take your time I, th- I think this is i don't think historic's ever going to be a paper thing i think that it, it making it a paper thing would break the flow of how they've done formats where you know and yeah, that's okay. all I have to say about that. Yeah, that's you know, it's a fair, a fair uh, opinion. So, Peter, thank you for bringing that up. I I didn't hear about this, and I think uh, some of the listening audience who do do play historic would appreciate knowing more and more about Mirror Mirror coming out. And 
for all of you worried about, oh, what's this going to do, like Dwight there, or if he was, I rest. I I, I can at least say, rest assured. I don't think this is going to be a thing where they're going to be like, oh, so now we're going to make steam. Uh, we're going to make Shocklands uh, shoot for three or one instead of two. I I don't think this is going to be that big of a change. I think it's just staying near arena and I think it's a good thing. All right. Well, let's, I'll, I'm going to go with your uh, positive thoughts. I'm going to shunned my negativity right now. Shun, 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 be away, be away negative thoughts. And I'm going to go with your happy thoughts. So there you go. (laughs) Just a blank. (laughs) Well, now ladies and gentlemen, it's now time. Where I'm looking for the best of the best, the cream of the crop, the creme de la creme. This is your shout-out section. So, ladies and gentlemen, before I begin, let me begin saying thank you once again for listening to the show. Peter and I 100% appreciate it. Well, Peter and I are uh, working, uh, you know, behind the scenes trying to come up with new things, new content eventually for you guys. And uh, Dwight and I were going to go into a game shop without a shirt and just sit down. That's right with monocles not say a word and bubbles the blowing bubble pipes oh my god that'd be if we just if we raffle every week all right take off your shirt we're going we're going to platinum exactly and whoever, whoever wants the, the prize bubbles. has to go shirtless as well that's it you have to play just stand outside shirtless. of the window without our shirts on blowing bubbles and just look inside like a stalker and i make sure i show up on my motorcycle oh, god. oh my god you have a, you're ridiculous <laughs> I am one of those. Yes, I am. So, ladies and gentlemen, the shout-out section. Now, in Pioneer, June 26th, first place in a band build in a Discord challenge, Pioneer, Jason Morency. Jason Morency, congratulations coming in first. In first place in a band build on Cockatrice, Colton Cooper. Congratulations, Colton Cooper. On June 29th, first place, playing a Simic Pioneer deck, Bandit Keith. Congratulations to all those players right now, kicking ass and Pioneer. In America. Yes, in America. It's not America, it's America. Well, you said Bandit Keith, right? Bandit Keith. Yeah, that's a... The, the the Yu-Gi-Oh! abridged on YouTube, They the, the character Bandit Keith... He, in the show, he's just like this fucking biker dude that looks like an American. Yeah, he just looks like an American biker. But in the bridge series, everything ends with, in America. America. I love America. Now, in modern, on June 22nd, going uh, 5-0 in a band build in the MTGO League, Dr. Quella. Congratulations, Dr. Quella. And then June 29th, 5-0 in a Zorius build in MTGO League. Cecilia Jupe. Cecilia Jupe. Congratulations, you guys. In modern, proving that, that Spirits is the best of the best, the cream of the crop, the creme de la creme, and all those formats. So if you didn't hear your la- name, ladies and gentlemen, don't have no fear, no worry. We will eventually say your name. Just keep on going out there on MTGO or Arena or your local game store. We're going to find you and say, you know what? You did a great job, and thank you for being a Spirit Pilot. Now, Peter. Now, Peter, it's now for you to do your shout-out. What are you promoting for us today? Well, Dwight, 
I'm going to tell you a little something. Tell I me. plan after this mat, uh, after our little podcast here, to jump in the shower, get myself dressed up, and go out for a drink. Nice. And then afterwards, I will be returning with a slew of arena decks and possibly Modern Horizons 2 draft. We'll see what happens, but fun will be ensued. I hope you like Didn't play. Make any sense? I hope you play. My point is, I don't. I don't plan these things out before I say them. I'm a sporadic human being. Yes, you are. You should come and check out my stream at Bucketman Forever at Twitch. That's the number four. We'll be posting, you can check out Bucketman Forever on Facebook. And there are a couple other links on my stream that I'm forgetting. <laughs> come by. I appreciate all of you that have come by. Honestly, the attendance that uh, right before I left for Florida has was pretty good. Nice. I had... Um, Alianza 1975 on there. And yeah, a lot of interaction. So it's been fun. And I really appreciate everyone that's coming out there. Dwight, you got to get me something to hang on my um, stream banner for you. I'll give you something to hang. (laughs) Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So there you go, Peter. Can it just be be like your head on like Casper the Ghost and just MTG Ecto? No, bro. I'm going to send you an autograph photograph of me in my sexy time gear. That see, here's my problem with that. Where do I put that on my layout? That's not going to block everything. You know, you put it right in front of Asana's face. Just send me an ectoplasm logo <laughs> for God's sake. All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's the end of our show. Uh, thank you for listening. Remember, wherever you're listening to this, to wherever you're streaming this, hit that like, follow, subscribe button for me. For the over fifteen hundred of you listening diligently to the spirit content peter can you believe it over 1500 people it's 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 great it's ridiculous i I, i'm humbled it's honestly it's honestly really cool to be involved with so yeah awesome yeah so ladies and gentlemen thank you thank you thank you for listening remember uh follow on twitter mtg ectoplasm email me at mtg ectoplasm at gmail.com and then my website mtg ectoplasm com for the latest and greatest uh content and eventually i'll speak into the wife we're digging into some finances here there may become a merchandise store coming soon you can get your shirts and coffee mugs i'm just saying so with oh, that you talk to me about that i don't work with you on that yeah <laughs> so with that ladies and gentlemen thank you very much and we're out of here and make don't sure when you're angry exactly and re- remember one thing ladies and gentlemen we promote no boo sheet here Right, Peter? No bullshit. I don't. It's Yeah, no. Okay. I don't know what that word is. What are you saying? Boo. Like, boo. Like, and then sheet. Like, go square sheets. And go, boo sheets. Yeah, if you... I, I'm going to go now. But if you want to, <laughs> like, go stick your head in the microwave, that'd be great. Oh, I'm sorry. Me and my dad jokes. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. And see you guys next time.